I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And we're back. Alton Our Stars Podcast. That is the name of the show. My name is Chris Payne. I'm your host. This is a weekly podcast we do on Billboard.com where I have conversations with interesting people, groups of people in the world of alternative music. And this week's subject is Courtney Barnett. Um, I chatted with her before the first day on the first weekend of Coachella 2016. We're both very excited, a lot of wonder of what the weekend has in store for us. I wound up having a blast at Coachella, and this was definitely one of the highlights of my trip out there. Courtney had a great uh, debut full-length out last year. It's called Sometimes I Sit and Think, Sometimes I Just Sit. And it's an awesome record. You should check it out. It really you know, opened up a lot of doors for her. One of the big ones that got a lot of, a lot of attention for Courtney was got her a Grammy nomination a very unexpected Grammy nomination for Best New Artist. So I asked her about that a little bit, about what it was like to be someone kind of plucked from a punk DIY background and walk the red carpet and sit in the Grammys being up for one of the big awards. So, I mean, she's gotten a lot of attention for that lately, but I really don't want that to define her, and I don't think she wants it to, to define her either. So there's really a lot more to her persona. Very interesting, very thoughtful person really try to dig into what she's all about. And I had a good time with this talk, and I hope you enjoy it too. Uh, We talked about the new music that she's thinking of, starting to do things with. So if you're interested in that, listen to the end. A lot of, lot of interesting things I chatted with Courtney about here. So yeah, this is a weekly podcast we do on Billboard.com. So if you enjoy it, there's over a year's worth of episodes in the archives to dig into. Recently, we've had Shamir on the show, another artist who I saw out of Coachella, had Ye Sayer, had Dan from Wolf Parade, Chairlift, tons of stuff to dig into in the archives in there. So to get to those, you can, a few different things you can do. You can search for the Alt in Our Stars in iTunes. You can go to the podcast app on your phone, search for the Alt in Our Stars there. Or if you're listening to this podcast by viewing it as a story on billboard.com. Just go towards the bottom of the story, the last paragraph, and click on the iTunes link. So from there, you can listen to all the archived episodes. You can subscribe to the podcast, so you get it automatically every week. And finally, any feedback is super, super appreciated. So if you give us a star rating, good or bad, really helps a ton with everything we do with the show. So that's basically it. 
all we got from my end. Here it is, Courtney Barnett, Alt in Our Stars. Is this your first Coachella? No, we played it two years ago. It was kind of the first big festival we'd ever done. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's nice to be back. Yeah, and now I guess you've pretty much done most of the bigger ones because I remember seeing you at Bonnaroo. Yeah. Um, what is it like? Lala, you've done. Yeah, yeah that, so and like Glastonbury in the UK. Um, what are the other ones here? Yeah, we've done so many festivals in the last couple of years. It's it's overwhelming. <laughs> and I bet a lot of it, even though the festivals are fun, kind of just gets to feel like the same thing. Maybe hard to tell uh, apart. Well, I don't know. They're all kind of they've all got their own thing. You yeah. Know, their own charm, even if like, yeah, I guess it's kind of similar, but there's always something that tells them apart. Yeah, so you have new merch. That's your thing. That's one of the things for this festival. New t-shirts. I saw. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Well, you know, I kind of try to make new ones every time so that if people are coming to the same things, they don't get them the same boring shirts. Yeah, I feel like your fans are really into your merch. That's good. Um, <laughs> that's probably a nice thing. And Yeah, I didn't draw most of it, so... Um, that's good. That makes me feel validated. Yeah, yeah. Cause, and you're and you you seem like you're really into just wearing band shirts yourself too. Um, yeah, except for today. Um, Levi's repping Levi's today. Yeah, I like this shirt. <laughs> I think I'm a, I'm starting to get over wearing band shirts because I've worn them forever. I'm moving into plain, <laughs> plain black <Yeah>. t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, I've always worked in pubs and stuff and. So the band always gives you a shirt, or and when I tour, it's like tour with bands, and then they we swap shirts. So it ends up being the only thing I own. So I guess you know. Yeah, yeah. On the road, wearing yeah. Yeah. Do you have favorite band shirts you own? Um. Uh, a couple. Well, I don't know. I've got this old Nirvana shirt that I really like, but that I've had for ages and it's really filthy. It's like got this really gross, it's like a white t-shirt but it's kind of brown because it won't wash. Okay. <laughs> That's my favorite shirt. Feel like but I can't wear it anywhere. It's gonna be like dark if I wear it because it's, it's so disgusting and you can't clean it. I've feel... tried to like nappy Santa and stuff. <laughs> I think there's a bleach joke in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I couldn't... I, don't, I can't even remember. So what are... I just wear whatever. Yeah, I yeah. It's around. <laughs> and you said that you, you design most of the shirts that you sell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe even all of them. Oh, no, I've got some friends to do some of them. Yeah, I... Of all the ones I've seen, I feel like nobody really cares if you don't go to the party. Just the song title, the way you've used it on, like, tote bags and t-shirts. I think that's become kind of iconic. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Um, I like that one also because my name isn't on it. Okay. <laughs> it feels weird um, making t-shirts of your own name. 
So I started just drawing pictures and then putting my name down the bottom. <laughs> just like a signature. It's very, like, narcissistic otherwise. Mm -hmm. it's Got me by that. Right on the middle of the T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I guess that probably has to do with being a band versus well, just, like, your name. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why I always wanted to start a band ever since... I was a kid, and then I couldn't, so I started doing solo stuff, and now I've got a band, <laughs> and, I'm, and it's confusing. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I had Speedy Ortiz on this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Podcast once. Yeah. And they were calling you guys the CB3. Oh yeah, we started, I love that band, um, we started just doing that, um, I just started writing that because it was easier, Okay. and it made more sense, <laughs> but I don't know, it's kind of catchy, it rhymes. CB3. Yeah. <laughs> cool, so it's about a one year anniversary exactly almost since your album came out. Yeah. Now that you've had some time to, you know, reflect on it, what do you think of it? Like, how do you think you'll look back on the album? Um, I, uh, well, I don't know. In the last year, you know, it, um, it's kind of, well, I guess I'm just always reflecting on it. <laughs> and, and every, every day is kind of, um, different. Oh, like, I, I look at it differently, or, like, it was, you know, the songs start meaning different things sometimes, but, don't know, I like it still, which is a good sign. Mm hmm That's good. Yeah. And so many of the songs are just about, like, it se would seem like people in your life. Does that have to do with why thoughts are always changing? Because it's real things. Um, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah. Oh. Could, could be like, or like what? What like for instance, what do the people of Preston think? What do they think about being called to Preston? Oh, um, well, they like um, kind of call themselves that. I didn't really oh, come okay. up with that. Um, um, yeah, like that. That kind of term has been flying around for a long time since uh, since I've lived there, and um, I don't think anyone I mean it's obviously not a personal attack on the people of Preston I think everyone gets that um it's more you know 
it's it's kind of non-specific, even though it's very specific in the song. Yeah. But uh, it's more the idea of the the suburbs or something. We drive to a house in Preston. We see police arresting a man with his hand in a bag. I mean, there's a lot of suburbs all over the album. <coughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's, I live there, I guess. <laughs> that's my, you know, my surroundings. I just kind of write with them, what's around me. So it ends up being that. And where you live now, do you still live in, like, a suburban kind of situation? Yeah. Yeah, I live, like... Well, actually, I live next door to Preston in this place called Thornbury. And, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, houses with backyards and fruit trees and families and kids screaming. And there's, like, a playgroup thing down the road. Okay. <laughs> it's very, yeah... It's definitely not the city. Yeah, so it sounds like you're really embracing the suburbs, the good, the bad. Yeah, I mean, it's somewhere to live. Yeah, <laughs> it's a way of looking at it. <laughs> cool, yeah. I mean, also, yeah, we were talking about nobody really cares if you don't go to the party before. Yeah. And, like, how that's... I think it's kind of become, like, it's like a rallying cry or... Maybe that's a little dramatic. Maybe just like a motto. But where did where did the inspiration for that song come from? Oh, um, <clears throat> I think I remember even kind of the night that I um, wrote it or that it, I thought of it. I was like, um, I was supposed to go to see if a gig at at this bar that I was going to, and um, and. But I was, like, really obsessed with um, some show. I think I was watching, like, um, the um, the Borgen or the Killing, like the, da the, the Danish Killing. Um, and, and I, like, had dinner and it was raining and I was in bed and, and I was getting all these texts that were like, are you coming to the gig? And I was like, no, I don't want to go to the gig. And that was, <laughs> that was the idea. But... Um, you know, it's, um, I guess, I'm sure it's a phrase that has been uttered at me once and maybe it, it's, you know, snuck its way into my memory. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much FOMO nowadays and I think it kind of is like, it counteracts that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I kind of stopped using Facebook or like personal Facebook, um, and yeah, I don't know, I hate all that stuff, I feel like everyone's always trying to prove something, <laughs> prove how how cool or uncool they are by what they're doing, just subtly putting up a, I don't know, I probably do it too, I can't, I can't talk. Especially in the suburbs too. 
I think. Those suburbs people. I mean, I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> I'm from a very, very suburban place. So I... I've been Different there. continent, but... Yeah. Um, I don't know. Everyone. Everyone does it. I don't know. Facebook. I feel... Yeah, I feel like... Thumbs a, down. Do you, do you have, like, a lot of townies? What's that? Like, people who live in the same town and kind of, like, can't let high school go? Um... Just have been in the same town for a long time. Uh, posting lots of things, like, maybe angsty things on Facebook about, like, uh, so many fake people in this town. Like, oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. I think that's why I stopped using Facebook. Because I can't deal with those people. <laughs> or, like, in this, yeah, or, like, you really racist like friend that you went to high school with or something or like homophobic and you're like what what are you talking about they just like go on these rants and just yeah it starts off like just to play devil's advocate <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's so many terms oh i don't know i don't want to think about it it makes me it makes me sad <laughs> townies I've never heard that term. I'm going to start using it. I mean, maybe it's just sort of like American slang, and there's probably maybe like an Australian equivalent of townies. Probably. Um, like we say... Uh, we say Bergens, but that's like, I think what you'd call rednecks. Bergens. But Bogans. Bogans. Yeah. <laughs> or like... Jocks. Do you have jocks? Yeah, we have jocks. Yeah. Um, they're the only words I can think of. <laughs> Do you have bros? Um, yeah. But I think that's like an American thing that that we probably like picked up in movies and started. Okay. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bros. <laughs> I mean, you're probably, as, as you tour and you've done this the past couple of years, seen a lot more of the world, you probably have picked up on all sorts of slang. Um, yeah, I guess so. Not, no. <laughs> Not enough to remember right now. Um, yeah. I probably should have. But we have been to lots of places, seen lots of things. Yeah. Lots of name-calling. Yeah, like, just looking back on how things have gone for you the past, like, one, maybe two years, are you, like, just really surprised? Um, yeah, I guess so. Well, yeah, surprised. I never thought I'd leave Australia. So, that's, you know, that's a big first step right there. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you know, getting to go and play your songs to people around the world and then come back and play in slightly bigger rooms mm -hmm. to more people. Uh, it's pretty cool. And then, yeah, pretty surprising, I guess. <laughs> it's like constantly, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty cool. Mm. How much do you think things have changed for you since the Grammy nomination? Um, I don't know. Um, probably just in ways that I wouldn't even see, like, I don't know, people saw my, I don't, like, I don't really know how the Grammys work, like, maybe more people saw my name somewhere because of it, 
and then listen to my music. Hopefully. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I mean, I, I think that so. would happen. Um, but yeah, I, um, I don't have like solid proof of, um, of how it affected me or anything. Um, um, yeah. And, yeah. Yes, it's, it seems like in your world, in like your circle of friends and acquaintances and what you do in your life, things probably haven't changed that much at all. Um, it's like the outside world. Is no. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I make all my friends um, refer to me as the Grammy-nominated Courtney <laughs> Barnett. But aside from that, everything's totally normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you seem, like, pretty well-adjusted to just, like, yeah, the Grammy thing happened, nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Because <laughs> it, it's always, I mean, like, it's a very, like, different world, but it's always, because, like, like, I've been into punk music for a long time, and it's just always just really neat when someone from, like, that world just pops into it for a second. Yeah, yeah, okay, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool, it's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and there was, yeah, I guess it's, it's you know, nice to be recognised on a, on that level of, of where maybe it's not the most typical kind of sound to hear um, amongst the other names. Um, so that's, you know, it's pretty cool for that reason. Yeah, did you feel out of place at all, like, going there and doing the red carpet and just, like, all that comes with the Grammys? Um, well, yeah, I guess so. It's not, like, a normal, um, situation. But, like, it was fun. I was with my friends, and my girlfriend was with me, and it was, like, exciting. Um, yeah, you guys were on, you and, and Jen, right? Yeah. Yeah, you guys were on TV, like, a few times they flashed to you guys. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Yeah. Um, One time during Kendrick, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I think, yeah, my friends um, texted me or something. Um, that was, like, he was the coolest thing of the Grammys. Because I was like, have you been? There's, like, all no, music performances and stuff. Um, and, um, I don't know, he was just awesome. I've never got to see him. He came to Melbourne recently, but I missed it. My friend went and said it was amazing. But I got to see the Grammy thing, and that was really cool. Yeah, I mean, the performance was so powerful. What was it, What was the vibe like when you were sitting in the audience watching that on stage? Um, the vibe of the room, or yeah. like my vibe? I think, um, well, I think everyone was completely blown away, as they probably should be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those moments where just watching on TV, you can tell that, like, wow, yeah. this is, like, a performance that's definitely breaking the mold and, like, really making people feel things. Yeah, well, yeah, and it felt like it really, um, I don't know, totally shook up the night. Like, it was by far the best thing of the night and the and the realist yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, what was, what was it like doing the red carpet? Um, weird. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, um, was, 
I was like uh, waiting there, and and um, Taylor Swift was two, two like people in front of me, doing the red carpet. So, um, so everyone, all the like photographers and stuff, were going crazy for her and like yelling at her to try and get her attention to take her photo. Um, so I was just watching that in amazement, and then um, yeah, and then I walked on, and they were like. <laughs> took a photo <laughs> most of them were like looking at their photos of Taylor Swift still so, and then I and then I left so yeah. it was weird <laughs> <laughs> I've heard from other musicians asking about red carpets this was uh, the MTV movie awards I was asking about for instance this time but they told me that the cameraman will just shout out really mean things to get the attention of the people oh does that ha- did that happen um I uh, honestly like most of the photographers were too busy looking at their Taylor Swift photos to be taking photos of me. So um, some of them took a photo of me, but they were just like click, click, move on. Because she was probably with the whole squad in front of you. Um, what's that like a band? Her like all like all of her friends who were like her squad. Oh, uh, she was with a, a girl, like a friend or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Squad in yeah. better comments. Um, more, more American slang. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I just don't like having my photo taken that much either. So mm. there's that. <laughs> and it's really bright lights and it's not my ideal, like, favourite place to be in. And the questions the reporters ask are probably really different than what you're used to. Oh, yeah, because that's all... Oh, yeah, you mean that as well, like the... Um, yeah, well, and it's just, like, bright and, and loud. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a little um, animal in the headlights. Um, yeah, and, like, really quick, you know, everyone's, everyone's like, on a really quick um, time frame and like rushing to get the next person walking past and I'm just like a bit slow and you know I don't know it's it was kind of stressful (laughs) I remember someone dropping in a very seemed like an awkward pedestrian at best pun oh yeah I don't I don't remember remember that I don't remember (laughs) the the whole thing though (laughs) um yeah more people should do that you know Puns galore, go for it. Um, yeah, I thought. Yeah, no, I don't know what I was gonna say. Yeah. Puns. Puns, love them. I mean, your song titles have a lot of wordplay, like that, like avant gardener. The first time I read that, I was like, "All right, <laughs> all right." Um, that's good. Good first reaction. Yeah. Um. I think I put a lot of stuff in my songs um, as, like, just jokes for myself, like secret little things for me to laugh at, keep me amused while I'm singing them to people. Don't know if, you know, everyone picks up on them. Um, But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's fun to make it interesting. Yeah, when you make music, do you write the lyrics first before guitar? I kind of have, like, both things coexisting. Um, Like, when I sit down and play guitar, I write guitar songs, and then 
sit down with a notepad and write and then kind of marry the two together when I'm in the right headspace. But yeah, so I, yeah, I, I do, I don't really have an answer. <laughs> they, I do both at the yeah, same it's... time. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on the day, on the song. And are you mostly just continuously always working on music? Whether it's like, like, very like far ahead in the album making process or just sort of like, you know, to relax making music? Are you always just sort of doing that? Yeah, I'm kind of, um, I mean, it's, it's just what I like to do. So um, it's, it's, yeah, I guess I'm kind of always doing it without really a like purpose in mind most of the time, um, which is why maybe I always struggle getting things done because I'm not like, okay, I'm writing for an album or, a, you know, I'm writing stories for a book. Mm-hmm. I'm just always <laughs> doing something with no goals. <laughs> and, um, and then eventually something gets accomplished. Um, but, yeah, I'm not good at, like, you know, setting those solid kind of timelines but yeah so I'm always that's just how I like spending my spare time I don't really see it as working not going to the party (laughs) no one cares catching up on television I don't remember what that show was (laughs) and writing music yeah (laughs) yeah and like playing with my cat okay um and walking I like walking listening to stuff there's like a really nice creek by my house, Mary Creek. Okay, so so it's suburban, but there's you know there's some nature. Yeah. Oh, there's like lots of nature. I don't know. What's I don't know what the difference is. Um, yeah, there's like there's heaps of nice stuff okay. around. Lots of trees and animals and yeah. Yeah, so, like what you were saying before, it sounds like you're putting some thought into a new album, maybe? Yeah, I guess. Well, like I just said. Yeah, just like... <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of things um, with, yeah, with an outcome in mind a bit more. And I guess the outcome would be an album. Um, but yeah, I kind of, well... I mean, we released this last album a year ago, but we recorded it nearly a year before that. So I've kind of been writing stuff since then, you know. Yeah. (laughs) So there's lots of stuff. It's all a bit different, but yeah. So now I just need to sit down and, and, and actually, like, make some decisions. Mm. and think about think long and hard about what I want to do with my life <laughs> hmm. not just the album with life oh yeah I mean that's 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 what it is all about 
I mean, I guess that would have to do with just knowing all the responsibility and work that would come out with, you know, rolling out new music. No, I never think about that. That's a terrible thing to think about when writing. It's too stressful. Just, that's why I like to write without a purpose. Okay. Well, yeah. You know, if you're thinking about what it's for or who's going to listen to it or how people are going to receive it, then you think differently. Mm. So, you know, just try to consciously think like no one is ever going to hear this album. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, maybe a good way to do it. I'm making a secret album that I'll record and then put in a shoebox. Okay. So when you said that you were thinking about things going forward with new music and just life, so life just in general, not so much like what comes with the new music. Yeah, well, that's like, that's like the reason I... Yeah, I, don't you think about life a lot? I do. Yeah, I think I think a lot about like planning <laughs> things into the future. I Not Definitely. even like plan... Oh, I, yeah, not planning, just like actual life. Like, what what is the purpose of it? Okay, so more philosophical. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I, I spend most of my time thinking about that and stressing about it. Inst- like, not like... You know, where's my superannuation? Just like, why am I alive? <laughs> Sounds like the title of your album. <laughs> where's my superannuation? <laughs> I don't have any because I'm a musician. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good second album title. Yeah, I mean, the, the reason I said it was because it sounded like sometimes I sit and think. Sometimes, oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's <laughs> like yeah, it's like yeah, um, yeah. I mean. I don't know. I don't know anything. I reckon that's my most uttered phrase over the last two years of doing interviews. I don't know why I'm here. (laughs) Don't ask me. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, so what are some of the things you're you're writing about? Um, uh, Well, it's kind of hard to pinpoint I guess, like just general observations and stuff, like things that happen. Well, writing like lots of, um, well, I've been doing lots of like short stories over the last couple of years, which are a bit more, um, like fictitious. So some of them have been turning into songs. Um, but yeah, just the same general shit Preston writing about Preston not Preston <laughs> no no that's that's done <laughs> that's that's done um but yeah I mean yeah right yeah a lot, a lot of my songs are about like where I live so yeah and I you know I go walking by the river like I said and like I guess lots of ideas kind of come to me when I'm walking mm-hmm. So there's probably going to be some ducks and water and birds and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> sometimes I walk and think, sometimes I just walk. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> pretty much. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, and you, re- you released new music somewhat recently because you did the Three Packs a Day song. Oh yeah, we did the Milk Records thing. Um um, well, yeah, I guess we've kind of recorded 
um, a bunch of different things over time. Like we did the um, Jack White oh, things right. and, yeah. um, last year, or um, and the the Milk compilation, and um, yeah, it's fun to just. I mean, because I'm always writing, so always recording little things instead of like a huge mountain of an album. Yeah. Um, it keeps it interesting. Cool. Yeah. Do you have any idea of like when you might put something out? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got no idea. Yeah. From from getting um, from chatting about the creative process, I feel I feel like you're just waiting for you know when it feels right. Yeah, yeah. Well, Whenever that happens. Well, yeah, and yeah. Well, like I just said, I'm not very good at timelines, so I'm sure it will eventually happen. I just need to be more disciplined. Boom! Eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. Thanks so much for taking the time out. That's cool. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, so that was the show. Hope you enjoyed my little pre-Coachella talk with Courtney. Learned a lot about her, what she has in store. Like I said at the top of the show, we've been doing the Alton R Stars for well over a year now, so plenty of episodes to dig into in the archives. I mentioned we had a Shamir on the show, Chairlift, Borns, Yaysayer. Pretty interesting talk with Chairlift, actually. We chat about things like this. We moved in and built a studio on the second floor. Um, it's a former to, HR office. Yeah, a former HR of, okay. office of this major pharmaceutical company's um, original building. No, wait, the original building is actually across the street, but it's a building that's been around for 80, 90 years. It's huge. It's like the size of a, of a big hospital. Mm-hmm. And when we moved in, there wasn't very many tenants. Um, that's where we made almost all of this record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so people can basically just picture in their heads listening a big Brooklyn factory that has been around for a century. Yeah, that's and imagine we like a bunch of empty like science labs where lights are on all day. Lights every day, are on. No one's around. Yeah, like weird big pill machines. Still, I don't wouldn't even know what to call them. <laughs> so yeah, to dig into that, a few things you can do. You can search for the Altenar Stars in iTunes. Uh, you can go to the podcast app on your phone, search for the Altenar Stars there. Or if you're viewing this story on billboard.com, listening to the SoundCloud, just scroll towards the bottom of the story, last paragraph. There you can just click the iTunes link where you can subscribe, download, give us a star rating, feedback, all that good stuff. We run every Friday around noon, afternoon on billboard.com. So look out for next week's episode. And until then, peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Peace out. Have a good weekend, everybody.